You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave a five-star review. I'm Sean DePaz, joined by Steve Peters. I feel like we've gone through this before again, or gone through this before, Pete. <sighs> the Coyotes were just like Craig Morgan and Leah Merrill tonight. MIA? They decided not to show not up. To show up. Yeah, that was um I they they played the uh, their their the Flames win song is um Johnny Cash Ring of Fire. No, I fell into that apropos cuz I feel like I just fell into a burning ring of fire and it that was um that was not fun. Obviously the Coyotes lose 9 to 1 somehow worse than the 7 to 1 loss they had on Thursday. Um a full touchdown and an extra point. Not <laughs> I, honestly, like, where do you start? You start 30 seconds in against the top team in the Pacific Division, 30 yeah. seconds in with a goal. You look good, like it was a good goal. It wasn't off somebody's ass, it wasn't off somebody's head. <laughs> it was a, a really flip. good goal. It's a nice goal. Richie drives the net, great pass across. Kyrie's up one nothing. You're like, oh shit, yeah, like, really? Like, yeah. okay, good. Like, we're skating, we're moving. Haven't seen this in a few games. Let's see if we can hold on. Well. Yeah, um, I didn't even know where to begin. Yeah, well, you can start with that goal. It was probably the only good thing you can talk about. Um, a, it was the first time all year that the Yotes have scored in the opening minute of a game, and the first time in Nick Ritchie's career that he's done that. Um, it was Beagle's first point or first assist of the season. Second, how point. is that possible? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So that was we're sitting in here, and Sean says that's Beagle's first assist. Beagle's played thirty games this year. Yep. 30 games, and that was his first assist. I said, there's no way. That's got to be wrong. So we looked at the set. It is, he's got one goal and one assist. Yeah, and more importantly, we'll get to this a little later, but it was Jack McBain's first career point as well. He had the uh, the secondary assist on that goal. Um, and then it all went downhill from there. Um, they, <laughs> they, they won the first period, and I said, this feels like they're going to give up three goals in the second and they did that and then some they gave up three goals in the first two and a half minutes um and then it ended up being tell them how your notes went yeah oh yeah i have i have it written right here i, I wrote as soon as the, period, the first goal of the second period i wrote goal in the first minute and then immediately followed up with jk two goals in the first two minutes and then jk three in the first two and a half and then jk four in the first three and a half um that was the second fastest set of four goals 
Second fastest set of four goals in the Flames' history. I think they scored four in like a minute and 12 at one point in their history. Um, not the not the right kind of history <laughs> to be making. No. It, there, trust me, it's what time at night here? It's almost 10 o'clock at night. I'm usually in bed by now, so let's start with that. <laughs> it's true. You think I'm kidding? 100% true. So... I'm going to preface all of the upcoming rants to get myself excused here. There are going to be some rants. This team can't compete with the teams they're playing in the NHL right now. Yeah. You look at the list of injuries and the number of players that are out of the lineup for this Arizona Coyote team, and they cannot compete. It's almost not fair. You're not missing one or two. You're missing nine. You're replacing them again. We'll talk about Nathan Smith and Jack McBain played in college two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. So they're not competing at a fair level. You look at the defense they had. J.J. Mosier leaves the game early with an injury. But you're talking Mosier, Mayo, Deneen, um, Kolya Chonak all started in the American League team this year. I, so this is what you expect. And, I, and it's hard when you play a Calgary Flames team that just got their ass kicked their yep. last game by Vegas, that's, that their coach lit them up, one nothing after one against the Coyotes. Okay, he got into him. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. He got into him. And the, they played like the Calgary Flames two weeks away from the playoffs should be playing. So that's okay. They are going to lose that game 10 out of 10 times. It's just reality with the roster they're putting on the ice in the circumstances their season ending. Calgary's going to the playoffs. So let's start with that. So it's okay that they lost. We're tanking. It's all about the tank. We've been score watching. And this just in, the Seattle Kraken won in a shootout tonight. Love that. So they picked up their two points. They are starting to extend their lead over the Coyotes. So yay, the tank, full on. Montreal's lost two back-to-back. Not so good. And and Carey Price is back. So maybe that'll get him a few wins. Yeah. Having said all of that shit <laughs> about the Coyotes, if you're going to be this bad and you are outmatched, we've talked about this before on this show, if you're outmatched on the ice on the score sheet, on the roster before the game starts, you need to play different. Yeah. You need to play. you got to go, okay, they're better than us. And and I've been in the rooms when a coach, it's okay to say you're better than the other team. It's okay. You're not lying to your, they're better than us. They're better than us. It's okay. We are going to defend hard tonight. Inside our blue line, we're going to win that battle. Inside the blue, that's us. We're going to defend our net front. We're going to defend our goalie. When we're in trouble, we're going to throw the puck off the glass and live for another day, but we're going to defend hard. If they're going to beat us, they're going to beat us one nothing. I don't understand how you defend like this when you know you're outmatched. I don't get it. I don't get how you turn the puck over this much from below the hash marks over and over and over again. I, I, we're, we're at one point in the third period, down 7-1, to one, and we looked up. The defenseman is Kolya Chonak trying to break the puck out of his zone, and all three forwards have flown the zone, meaning they left the zone. They're outside the blue line. All the Calgary Flames are inside the blue line. What the hell are we doing? Like, What is that? Where are you going and leaving your 20, 22, 23-year-old defenseman out to dry? Where is he supposed to put that puck? I don't know. I, I, everybody's gone. Yeah. Stay in the zone. Help each other out. Defend. Give him a passing option and get the puck out of the zone. I don't understand how you can't defend better. I I know they're outmatched. I know it was a better team. You can defend better. You can. Stay in front of the net. Just stay there. Stand in front of the net and take somebody. Yeah. Sorry. It, okay, it, that was it. I'm done. It was rough. Uh, let's get to by the numbers. Um, one thing that I found interesting about this game, other than the 9-1 score, is the 
zero for two on the power play for the Flames. Nine goals, and all of them were even strength. That's amazing stat. Yeah, especially when you consider how their penalty kid did, penalty the Yotes penalty kill did on Thursday, where they gave up three goals on four power plays. Um, it's it is, and, and especially with the goaltending they were getting tonight. We've talked a lot about their goaltending, and when we look at the stats over the last what was it six games now. Five one five one six one six two seven one nine one. That is a stretch in those six games. They've given up thirty-eight goals in six games. So, the crack research staff that we've had here <laughs> at PHNX, we've been sitting here in the studio, going through old score sheets, and this is the the most goals this team has ever given up since moving from Winnipeg in a six-game stretch. They've never yeah. given up this many. And matter of fact. In 2018, in seven games, they gave up 27. That's 11 game, eleven goals short of that. 2015, they gave up five goals in four straight games, and it was 37 in eight games. So we're at 38 and seven games. That was close. And in the first year here, they gave up a stretch of three where it was seven, seven, eight. But nowhere close to 38 goals in seven games. Nowhere close to 38 goals in seven games. Yeah, this uh, was... It was. It got to a point where I literally just started laughing because it was just like, "What are you supposed to do?" The second period was was pretty rough. There were there was a lot of very good like little tidbits and stats like that from this game. Um, I know there was someone on Twitter that tweeted out that the Yotes have given up fifty eight goal or have scored fifty eight goals in the second period of games this year and have given up a hundred and nine. Um, yeah, that's insane. That's basically been a story all year is that I'm struggling in the second period. You're and minus 50 in the second period alone? alone? Yeah. You're in trouble. Yeah, and they gave up four, what, six goals on 14 shots in that second period today. It, it, again, I I don't want to beat the same drum and rewind it and listen to the same show we did yesterday, but part of this is on the goaltending. Part of it is. Yeah. There are some that you saw. This is just like the beginning of the year. When it was eight two seven one, and you go, you could see the the bench just get dejected. Some of that was was definitely on the goaltender. Both goaltenders today, I, I don't think gave their best yeah. performances. But this is to me these stats. When it's five one five one six one six two eight, this is a team stat. This isn't all on the goalie. This is on a team stat. The amount of turnovers this team has from inside their own blue line is just absolutely egregious. Like it's unbelievable. How many times of the nine goals tonight, there were four that the puck is on a Coyote's stick. In yep. the defensive zone, and they turn the puck over. Can't play like that. Yeah. So, I'll get it out. I've got we've got two and a half more weeks of this. Is it two and a half more weeks or week and a half? A week and know. a half. Week and a half more of this, and then we'll start ramping up for the ping pong balls. So and then it'll all be good. Then we'll be happy that we sucked, and then we'll be happy we we're in last and guys were hurting out of the lineup and we're playing goalies that aren't competing right now. We'll be so thrilled that we're sitting in last when we get the ping pong ball odds. And then we can have our party. And then we can all be happy and the sighs can be over and the rants and the grumpiness can all be gone um, because we have a better odds of getting the right ping pong ball and the right player at the right time. Shane yeah. Wright. Yeah. Um, like see what mentioned. I did there? Shane, by the way? Did you see that? I said the right player at the right time. Shane Wright. Shane Wright. I, I, I once again <sighs> tweeted the, the watching Shane Wright highlights to ease the pain because... I feel like that's that's literally all you can think of at this at this point because it's not a lot of fun. You mentioned the goaltending uh, again, not great. Second straight game where the goalies gotten ran, um, but then they were forced to kind. Con- I get not really forced, but 
kind of kind of forced to put Haris Hathri back into the back into net um, because of the games they have coming up. They needed to give him Elko the rest, even though yeah. he gave up six goals and or what? How did he got pulled after the four goals? First four goals, right? No, yeah, after four. the four goals in the in the yeah, four, three and a half minutes. Um, yeah, not ideal. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, and and you still got to finish the season. And I know for. The best thing I can say to Coyote fans today, and this may be painful to hear, the sun start tomorrow. Yeah. So yay. Sun start yay. tomorrow. You know how much fun it's going to be to watch, turn on the TV and watch a number one seed in the playoffs with a full building at yeah. home. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, and I, that's something that Bees I know has mentioned a, a, a few times in the chat. I don't know if he's watching tonight, but um, like you have to kind of look at this team like the Suns and like 100%. how they were. Look at Keller like your Devin Booker. Like there's there's the pieces and you've seen that like they're able to build around a star like the Suns were. So hopefully they can do this. They just kind of need their their Chris Paul and their I, – I, I don't know if Torini can be their Monty Williams, but um, they just – they have at least something to look forward to with the draft picks. Um, but one silver lining tonight is someone that we mentioned, Jack McBain. And um, he, like I said, he scored his first he, – he got his first career NHL point on that Richie goal, obviously the only goal of the game. And that is why he is tonight's DraftKings king of the game, his first NHL point. He was kind of – all over the place tonight. Um, he had that. He got that assist. He had a big hit in the first period, um, and then he had later on in the game. He did not so some, some not so great things. Was responsible for one of the goals, and he got a penalty later in the game. Yeah, but here's a kid again. We two weeks ago is in college, yeah. going to classes in the morning, yep. and then going to practice and play games in college. Comes here with a boot on his foot, has yep. to rehab to get onto the ice. I tell you what. I know it's hard to say in a 9-1 game, but I liked what I've seen from him. Um, physically engaged. He gets two penalties tonight, has a hit. You know what? I'm okay with the penalties right now. Yeah. Like He's physically engaging and being a part of a team and affecting the game. Um, the assist was a great 3-on-2 rush. Makes a nice drop pass. Beagle makes the great pass across the ace to Richie. He's fitting in. And, and all you can ask for, the most important thing for McBain and for Smith at this point is just to get meaningful minutes against NHL competition. I know they're frustrated. They don't want to lose. No man has to lose 9-1. to one. That sucks. Yeah. So they're in the locker room frustrated. They're on the plane frustrated. But guess what? They have another NHL game under their belt. And it's, you know, by the end of the season, they'll have 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 games under their belt before next season starts. So if they don't have these games and they come into their first training camp going, oh my gosh, I'm not ready for this. Now they're ready for this. Mm -hmm. So expect them to be an effective player next September, October, because they had this little jumpstart right now. So it's incredibly important for those players to play now. I'm thrilled they're getting the opportunity. And I think both of them have added something to the game. McBain physically and getting to that. I tell you what, Smith's a little, he's got a little pest in him. Mm -hmm. Like he's, he's got some speed, but he's, he's, around it like he's physically engaging I'm, I'm waiting to see what he's like with a full complimentary cast around him i've i've liked both of their games and that's again another bright spot so here i did it there was another bright spot today um who do you think gets their first goal first it's gonna be i i think it's mcbain i think it's mcbain gets one driving the net and i think he gets it at home in the next four I am going. I'm. I, I think because I know what with Shane, we started yesterday betting on Julio Rodriguez, the Mariners rookie, to hit a home run. 
He didn't do it yesterday. Oh, he didn't do it tonight either. Thankfully, I didn't, I didn't bet on it because I didn't even think about it. Um, but I might have to start betting on McBain to score a goal every game. It's going to um, come. It's got to come, right? And especially if they keep him with Richie because that line, they get pucks to the net. And that's how you score in this league, by getting people and pucks to the net. And both McBain and Richie are not afraid to get there. And if you get there, good things are going to happen. So I, I do think McBain scores, and I honestly think it's going to be this week. I'm not sure if it's going to be Chicago. Carolina could be tough. Carolina, ooh, and they lost today too. Yeah. Oh, boy. Walking into basically the same situation. Um, but if you do want to bet McBain to score a goal at any point in the season, you can do it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. DraftKings is also great to bet on some NBA basketball, which I know I will be doing um, because the NBA – NBA playoffs means next-level basketball. Get in on the first-round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Um, and if you aren't a new customer, you can get in on the same-game parlays. Um, I don't know. I I think I need to stay away from betting on the Yotes for right now, other than the McBain goal. But I definitely plan on throwing some same-game parlays on the NBA playoffs. Um, but for the Yotes fans, do you have any anything other than the McBain goal that they should be looking out for? Uh, we're, uh, for this next on game. On the Yotes one? Yeah. The Carolina Hurricane game? Yeah. Look for saves. So so Vimelka over on the saves? Because they'll usually go to about in the 30s, right? Yeah. So he's gonna have a, he's got to have a rebound game one. They, they can't keep giving up six. Yeah. They can't six, seven, eight. Yeah. He's got to at some point get a rebound game. You know, Vimelka is gonna get the start against Carolina. Carolina's coming out hot after getting smoked. And were they in Colorado tonight? Yeah. So I think they're gonna get, they're gonna be loaded for bear. Vimelka um, is gonna get a lot of action. So I'd look for the over on the saves. Saves maybe parlay that with the the Carolina money line. Yeah, I, we won't say betting against the Yotes. We would never, <laughs> we'd never endorse that. <laughs> I will, <laughs> um, but um, if you want to do that, like I said, do that on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, new plus, customers? How is somebody still a new customer? That's what I wonder sometimes. Because they hey. haven't done it, and I'm not a huge gambler, but it's still we talk about it, and I'm going to sound like a cliched commercial. Easy? Well, hell yeah, it's easy. <laughs> it is. Open up, uh, yeah, I'm, and and don't. Yeah, what do they call it? A unit? Like you have your unit. Yeah. Like you don't have to bet. Like the Deef puts in hundred dollars this evening. He's a big spender. Like Jebedine Beauregard. It's just not true. Look at Jebedine. So far from Look true. at Jebedine. Hey, Shane Jebedine's putting a hundred bucks on games. Jebedine. Jebedine is. I'm not. As Shane will say, meet someone. You're going to be hard pressed to find someone else that is positive since the year started. Or are you? Po you're positive since since betting was legal in Arizona, legal right? Legal in Arizona, yeah. So yeah. He's, I don't want to talk about my time on the books. No, but, but again, my unit, I, my, my unit's five bucks. It's a five, but it's just hit it, five bucks. Yeah, it's just. It's like, okay, I, I won't get a coffee tomorrow if I lose. Okay, that's fine. And it makes the game more exciting. So if you have, I don't know how they, they don't have it yet. I don't know. Yes. Well, just saying. Be, be open-minded. There's yeah. some people. I mean, there's people. Well, if they don't, they should get it. How about that? Yeah, yeah. There there's people go. discovering our show for the first time. And if you are, leave a like, subscribe. And then head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Follow me on Sign Instagram. Up. Yeah, and all the nice not people are not here tonight. Well, no, not follow Shannon nice. Instagram. My, my Instagram's popping. Follow can me you bet on Twitter. Can I you need... bet on ASU softball? You can bet on ASU softball to win the national championship, which I have already done. I threw $40 on them to win two grand if they manage to win the College World Series. Seriously? Yeah. They're in fuego right in now. In fuego. Uh, make sure you check they out They might the... be the hottest team in Arizona. Not might be. They're the hottest team in Arizona. They are the hottest team in Arizona. 18 straight? Yeah, 18 straight now, yeah. 
if you want to hear more about ASU softball, check out Shane and I on the PHNX Sun Devil Show. Um, but if you want to make some money, head to DraftKings. Um, I forgot to mention, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet of $10 if your same game parlay doesn't hit. Um, bet the Suns. Do whatever you want, you know? Just get some money. Make some money. Um, but download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, 21 plus, Arizona only. Gambling, gambling problem? Call 1 800 Next Step. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook. Or hey, details. I just want to bring this comment up because you were reading an ad. Um, they say that people discovering the show for the first time. Sorry, Sean will be back behind the camera soon. Yeah. Sean thinks he's really cute, so he needs to be humbled. So can we get more of these comments? <laughs> Wait, is that, no, but that's, they're saying that's, that's bad. We yeah, don't want to be I took that as them that's being a like, sorry, it's not going to. Like, yeah, too bad he's not going to be there. First off, well, either way, either way because this is either, this is either an insult to me or an insult to Leah. And I like, as I always say, I'm very self-aware. It's a hundred percent an insult to you. If you like this show now, you'll like it even more when Leah's back hosting. Um, Leah's a great host. Um, But I, when I read that comment, I took it as sorry. Like you're not going to get to see this cute face as much as you are right now. You, you took it that way. Well, Petey did as well. I kind of did too, but I miss Leah too. Yeah, we all miss Leah. Leah's up in Toronto. Although you are a sharp dresser. I, I will you. say that I, I was not really feeling my outfit today. When I'm going to be honest. Really? Yeah, I was. Yep. I do the shirt the on neutral like, tone pants. I didn't have a hat to go with this, and I, so I, I do like my pants. I like them a lot, but I didn't have a hat to go with this outfit, so I was just. I was. I'm rocking no hat on the show for the so first can time. So can I ask a question? Is popping. I'm going to ask question to people in the Discord too, because I know this is the thing, not the Discord, the the chat. Yeah, it's a thing, and I, I because I, I, if you haven't seen the show, I tend to go on rants. Yeah. Sometimes I do that. I'm not always yourself. the most positive guy in the room. <laughs> So we're talking about style right now. We're talking about Sean's style. Sean's got good style. I appreciate that. Absolutely agree. I'm jeans and a t-shirt all day. I'm good. <laughs> so when I look at the Coyotes' Twitter before games. Yes. Every game. Yes. They've got them coming into the rink. Every game. With in the lights and look at the style, look at the fan, right? Yeah. Do we care if they're going to ask kick 9-1 to one, what they wore to the fucking game? I don't think we care because they wear suits to every game. Like, but they don't. They don't always. Well, I Most. I am not a fan of of hockey fashion. I know it's it's. Oh yeah, Caleb wants more leg, PD. I know I'm that do that on purpose. My my shin is showing. But a little I, bit. I get it. Like but, okay, so we you dress nice to the game. I get it. But no, well that's fair. I just I feel like that's that's always been my thing with hockey in general is that I feel like they don't do a great job at like marketing the personalities of their that's players. That's true. And fair. um. So I, I appreciate that they're they're at least giving the players if they want to you know get a little NBA with it maybe throw and on. and some do some yeah do. no for sure and some teams do like if you, you Patrick Laine well unbelievable in Columbus the way he rolls into a arena Pasternak another guy and I think that's what you're trying to do you're trying to show off the stars yeah. of the game I get that I think it's cool and I think they need to do it more and you see it in the outdoor games where teams are getting in team theme nights yeah I do love that great great social media I just wonder. And maybe I'm taking it too hard when I'm reading the Coyotes' Twitter going, stop with the fashion shit and com- defend. Well, let's yeah. start there. <laughs> I mean, it is definitely, it's tough. But, like... I get it. I, if you're sorry. a fan, I guess you don't want to You don't want to go on their Twitter and it be like... No, you're right. And they're trying to be positive. Against, no, I got against. it. I got it. They're trying to get... I get it. I'm sorry. 
I retract. That is something I want to do, though. I think it would be awesome if we got some slow motion shots of people walking into the office and making like a full like, Buddy. like walking in like hundred percent off the bus. Phnx hundred percent. I think it would be great because you would because especially if we did it when people weren't expecting it, and then you just got like slow motion reactions to be like, why the fuck is someone filming me right now? Yeah, and I'm trying to think. I, there's a couple like Derek wears stuff in public. That I wouldn't wear at <laughs> in home alone in private. <laughs> well, that's like a, he rocked it at opening day baseball. Yeah, the like little kid's are. pajama set, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, matching his 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 fashion is like is so distinct. That's the great thing. I feel like we have a, a number of like you. Like Unique. You said, you're the jeans and t-shirt. Yeah. I have my neutral tone neutral, thing. Yeah. Um, Totri comes in wearing his his trucker hat and and Armani Exchange canvas shoes. Um, I feel like we oh. have. I, I love Emma's fashion too. Yeah, we don't know Emma, Emma the intern. Yeah, Emma the intern. I feel like we have similar fashion senses, except Emma's cooler than I am. So I, I will. Yeah, I'll, I second that. Emma might be the coolest person. I think Emma is the coolest person at PHNX. Yeah, you guys are hyping me up too much. Absolute <laughs> chill. No. Like she's just chill. Yeah. No. No. I, Emma, big fan of Emma. Is there Emma the intern? Before you guys are too kind. Thank you. We Thank get you. too far off the rails. Is there like anything else about this game? Yeah, there that are really some things. I mean, one of the things we talk about Phil Kessel sometimes, and we go back to Phil oh, Kessel. Yeah. And I, I looked at Phil Kessel's ice time in the first period. Played just over three minutes in the first period, and the least amount of ice time of any forward. He ended up at the end of the night. He was fine, yeah. not for Phil Kessel, fine, but he was even among forwards. But I wonder what Phil was thinking after the first period. Yeah, I wonder because like I, there was one, a comment that I made like it doesn't seem like they really are, are, are and I, don't, I can't say that I really blame them, but they have a lot to play for or or trying as yeah. hard as they could be ever since that Keller injury, and I have to imagine that's even worse for Phil. I would think so. Like Phil, Phil right now doesn't have a contract for next year. Yeah. So where does Phil? Where does Phil go? Does Phil come back here? Gosh, I really don't know. At one point, I thought he might, and he's getting points, and he fit in with with Keller, and I, I don't know now. I don't know one goal in 28 games for a guy that's supposed to be a goal scorer. That's tough. And I, I know he wanted out badly at the trade deadline. I don't know where Phil Kessel fits in for next season. I don't know. So what does the Iron Man streak end because he can't get a contract, or does he? Is that is that how that how like? Yes, it's no, it's not technical because that's how Patrick Marlowe. Until you officially retire, if you don't have a contract, you're not being scratched or missing a game as so a healthy it scratch. Would, it it would, continues okay. if you sign a contract. Yeah, that's Yandel's in the same boat because Yandel may not sign a contract either. His contract expires in Philly too. But his ended. Didn't his it? ended. Yeah, but you're right. Sorry. But no, no, I, I, but yeah, it. It'll be interesting because, like, it doesn't seem like he wants to be back here. So, like, I don't, I, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know how this. There's so many things undecided right now, and because so many players are out of the lineup, how do you evaluate those players? Christian Fisher's contracts up at the end of the year. How do you evaluate Christian Fisher? He's not yeah. playing. Lawson Kraus contract up at the end of the year, not playing. How do you evaluate those guys in these games? They only have ten contracts next year, right? Yeah, yeah. They have so many players yet to sign for next season. And again, that's why players like McBain and Nathan Smith sign here because they have an opportunity to yeah, play. Yeah. They they go anywhere else, they're not gonna play. Yeah. Like there's no other team with the forward depth or lack thereof like the Arizona Coyotes do. So I still think they need twenty players. I, I hope I think Kraus is next. I think he'll get signed next. I think he's the guy that you're going to see get signed soon. Fisher, I don't know. I, I don't know how Fisher can state his case when he's not able to play. I don't know. 
I think Fisher has gained what he does in the locker room, what kind of person he is, how hard he works, and how he is part of that middle core that we call it. But the middle core is not playing. Like most of the middle core, and that is the middle core. It's Keller, Chikrin, Kraus, Fisher, and Schmaltz. Schmaltz is the only one of those guys playing. It'll be interesting to see how they handle all those contracts over the summer because I don't know where else they fit. Like to me, Christian Fisher and Lawson Kraus are coyotes. That's where they fit. That's where the puzzle pieces fit. And we want to see, one, we want to see this team get healthy. Incredibly important. Two, we want to see players like McBain and Smith make an, make an, an impact on the team and the roster. And three, we want to see new players like Dylan Gunther, even Jan Yannick, yep. who's playing down there. Michelli is another young player. And this year's top draft pick or top two draft picks. Yep. We want to see those guys added to this roster. And now you go opening day next year, you go, oh, my God. Okay, I get it now. There's pieces, yeah. Yeah, there's pieces. And I, it's so hard to envision that now on game 73 right now because they're so far behind that because of injuries and who's not signed and players that contracts are expiring. It's really hard to see the forest through the trees when this team gets through it on October 6th, 7th, 8th next year and you go, oh shit, they're not bad. Yeah. Like, they're not bad. They're fast. They're young. Okay, this could be exciting. And they're in ASU Stadium. People. I'm, I'm saying that as a positive. That's going to be electric in there. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't have I don't have the wheel, but go full blown wheel of fantasy. You got, you got, I've, like third year the 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 last game at ASU before they're playing in the yeah. Tempe Arena. Uh, Commissioner Bettman's walking out to hand Clayton Keller the the Finals MVP trophy and wow. they're lifting the Stanley Cup in ASU. Could you imagine them it's having not, to lift the Stanley Cup at ASU though? Like, I don't know if I'll give them the cup in that third year, but realistically, could I see this team being a Stanley Cup playoff team in three years? I do. Yeah, I I I mean you have to at least hope because like. They look at L.A. L.A. Yeah. did it ahead of schedule. New York Rangers did it ahead of schedule. Why can't the Arizona Coyotes do it ahead of schedule? Again, if they get healthy, they, they've they got these players that are young, fast. Check around the league. This is a young, fast league. Yeah. The, that's who leads these teams. I mean, Austin Matthews, what is he, an old man at 24? Like, yeah. no, they're kids still. This is a young, fast league. Those are the superstars right now, and this team in Arizona will be full of them over the next two years. So is it is it possible this is a playoff team in the ASU arena? I think it is. That You want to talk about an electric atmosphere. Is Can you imagine a whiteout at the ASU building? <laughs> I mean, I get like I get excited when I think about it, honestly, because I know people around the league like to talk trash about it. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb might be right. Seven games in the next season could be exactly the freaking same. Could that be, Caleb. True. I'm not arguing with you. Three years from now, could be a playoff team. Well, yeah, year. I mean, I feel like that's the thing. It's not. No one's here is saying that like it's going to like we're going to show up next year and all of a sudden they're going to be like we're going to be like oh my god this might be a Stanley Cup team. It's going to take a couple of years, but at the very least next year we'll see people that we probably haven't seen before. We'll see. Yeah, and this is the big point. And Nicholas brings up a great point. It's it's the draft following. It's the yeah. 2023 draft with Connor Bedard. That's the game changer. That's McDavid, Matthews, Sidney Crosby. That's that draft two years from now. Wright and Logan Cooley, good players. Good NHL players will help any franchise they play for. Absolutely. They're not Connor Bedard. Yeah. He changes the game. So do I expect this team in the rebuild to be another year of rebuilding? I really do, because if you're going to do it and they've committed to it and they set it from the beginning, there's going to be a couple of years of bad. Yeah. And they need to be a couple of years of bad. But 
just like your point about the sons. Be bad for a couple and be really bad for a couple. And then you get DA. Yeah. And then you get Booker. Yep. And then you go, oh shit, three years from now, we're really good. And, and it, now and there's a reason for someone like Chris Paul to come here. And yeah. Right. I mean, that like Bees is, is here now. Like I said, that was something that he said. And like he says, short term pain for long term gain. I feel like once they do get to that point, because it will happen eventually, yes. like this, even if it isn't three years, like eventually it will happen. And, and you'll think back to moments like this and be like, it'll make it feel that much better. Exactly. And, and, and is it worth it? I, I don't know. I don't, because the big thing for me right now is this team wasn't losing this bad when they were healthy. This yeah, collapse has happened since the injury to Clayton Keller. Since that game, they've scored seven goals as a team combined over those six games. They have no offense. If they're completely healthy, these games are competitive. Are they beating the Calgary Flames at this time of year in Calgary? No, they're not. They're not doing that with a full roster. They weren't doing that in 2012 when they were in the playoff. I mean, it is hard to beat Calgary in Calgary, but they're competitive. They're not getting blown out 9-1. to Yeah. But again, look at their lineup. So I... I it's hard not to come in here and get frustrated looking at a nine to one score, but honestly, they've got half their rosters from the American League and a couple of kids from college. It's their leading scorer won't play for the rest of the year. This is it. This is it against Carolina. This is probably get against Chicago. This is it. This is what we're going to see for the next eight games. This is it. Sorry. Yeah. So if you want to just record this and you can replay it again after the next game, it's probably going to be the same yeah. show. Yeah, it's. I mean, for the tank purposes, it's probably good. But this last stretch of games is not. It's hard. It's, it's tough. Um, it's really hard because we wanted to see competitive. We were seeing games where they were pulling the goalie and it's six yeah. five, and you're going, "Oh shit, they might score!" All that excitement at the buzzer and they losing. Okay, or the shootout and they lose, or an overtime yeah. and they lose, and we're okay with that. Yeah, hundred um, percent. This we weren't. Yeah, a couple other just quick notes to mention. A um, JJ Moser returned. This game was his return from a upper body injury, and then he left this game early with a lower body injury. So the injuries and the man's missed, man man games, games lost. missed, lost, just keep racking up. And Craig will have to give us an update when he gets yeah, back because they were third going into Craig's mini, it's not a vacation, but his time away <laughs> from the show. When he returns, I bet you're second. Yeah. Um, and then there was that weird moment in the first period um, where Kachuk's stick got stuck in Deneen's mask. And was not not a high sticking pen. How's that not a high sticking pen? I don't understand. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I'm not criticizing the rest, but if the stick's literally stuck in his visor, is that a high sticking penalty? You would think. You would think. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to get an update um, from Craig when he gets back on the Mosier injury. Um, and if you're like us and you're missing Craig, you can get some great Craig content. Not necessarily Craig, but Craig content um, over on GoPHNX. Dot com. Um, we have great. Obviously, he just released a story recently about the possibility of ASU basketball playing yep. in the new Tempe Arena if that does get approved. Um, obviously, we got to wait a little bit for that. Um, but we have we're going to have great stuff from Gerald on the the playoff run. I always say toe tree on ASU. Check out PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Shameless plug. Um, but head over for to gophnx.com for the greatest. Um, I like I know, I know this is part of like just kind of like oh we're reading an ad but it really is like the best coverage of Arizona sports especially if you're a Coyotes fan like you're not getting better coverage of the you're teams not and, and I'll say this here. to agree with that point and drive it home you're not getting Coyote County content literally 
anywhere yeah. except during the game on Bally's and here. Yep. There's not one sports radio station talking about it. There's not one TV station talking about it. If you want to talk coyote hockey, it's here. Yeah. And I mean, I think same for the Sun Devils. I don't think anyone's giving as much love to the softball team or talking as much baseball 18. or having ASU swimmers on. Like That's a, a like fire show, by the way, the that swimmer guy. Really fun. That's Grant an ego. He's a confident electric. dude. Yeah, he's awesome. Confident um, dude. That was a good one. If you haven't seen that interview, check out our uh, old ASU episode on our YouTube. Um, but head over to GoPHNX. Get a membership. Um, if you get a year-long membership, you either get a free T-shirt or your f- first month free. Um I know we just released our new Josh Doan shirt. Yep. Um, that is good. That, that shirt is awesome. And speaking of Doan, um, we're, I know we're having a big event on that final game 29th. of the season on the 29th against that game. The final game at Gila River Arena, $125. You get a ticket to the game. You get a party bus that picks you up and drops you off at the Ainsworth. Some free food and drinks. You get to meet Josh Doan, get a shirt, get an autograph, get a picture. Um, Petey's going to be there. Petey might be on the bus. I'm, I'm trying to get on the bus, and I, I teased this last show that there are prizes, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have started to go through my belongings, and I'm not saying we're getting great things. Like, don't expect like a team signed jersey and stuff. Like, no, I don't have that. But there are some things that I've found in my stack of stuff that I've accumulated over the years of Coyotes that may be giving away on that bus. Love not maybe, that. I will be. Nice. So I've got um, two things so far that I've that I think are kind of cool. We'll see. Yeah. So we'll have PD secret giveaways. Um, yeah. And we'll have giveaways of Ride on the Zamboni. Yep, um, giving away for a Ride on the Zamboni. So head over to the Go PHNX. Go head over to Go PHNX, PHNX.com and the PHNX Locker. Buy that. If you already have a ticket to the game, you can just get a um, meet and greet session at the Lola at Westgate with Josh Doan. You get the shirt, get a picture, get an autograph. Um, so whatever whatever you want to do, there's options for you. Yeah, we got to um, figure out exactly what's going on at the game, though, because I, I Craig is a bougie Craig, we know. <laughs> He'll be up in the press box because yeah. he's got to work. I don't want to be in the press box. I want to be there. I I want to be where they're like sitting. Can be. I sit where they're sitting? I think, yeah, I think can so. Can I sit with the fans? I think so. Okay. Because if I can sit with the fans, have a beer, and talk hockey, buddy. I don't want to say for sure. No, I'll ask. I'll find out. Let's pages, find out for next I, show. I would have to believe. Let's find out um, for the next show. I want to know. But yeah. PHNX Locker, go PHNX, get over there, get a membership. Um, Bees asked, is it better to be a Yotes fan or a Sabres fan right now? Um, listen, I like have quit that narcotic of being a Sabres fan. I am like here for the Yotes now. Um, obviously, I like to see them do well. If we can get a Yotes Sabres Stanley Cup, that would be electric. Um, <laughs> is it better to be a Yotes fan or a Sabres fan right now? Um, I mean, at this very second, probably a Sabres fan because they've been winning more games recently. But also, if you're a Sabres fan, I feel like you're in that position where it's like, we're not bad enough to get a yeah. top three pick, but we're not good enough They're to in that mediocrity. danger of playoffs. Yeah. So if you're, honestly, I think it's better to be a Yotes fan. Like, you have at least something to be hopeful for. They're 33 points out of the playoffs, but they're not deep enough to be yeah. so, a high draft pick. Uh, right. I, <laughs> it's not, don't blame me. I feel like Caleb is one of my biggest haters. As you called him, Kale. That was you that called him Kale. Earlier. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, right? yeah, well, yeah, Kale Breedy. Yeah, <laughs> I did that once. Kale, um, I'm sorry. That's before. That's when I was still drinking on the show. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had a reason I to crack a beer on this game, right? Maybe. Um, I'm, I'm saving it for the 29th. But I feel like we we've been so negative that we need to end this with something positive and something fun. I've got. Um, well, can I get one more thing? Oh yeah, go for it. 
I mean, it's fun. It's not like it's not to end the show on. But one more thing I want to talk about with the Kyries. How about Marvel Night and the Chick? Oh yeah, for Bobblehead. Yeah, that's um. I feel like they definitely plan that before. Uh, I'm not too juiced about a bobblehead usually, but we need the Thor bobblehead on the shelf. Yeah, that would be be really nice. Yeah, um, we got to get the Thor bobblehead on the shelf. I actually used to. to collect bobbleheads when I was younger. I didn't get to go to the ASU game. They had a Dustin Pedroia ASU oh, bobblehead. No. But the the Thor bobblehead, Jacob Chicken Thor bobblehead, need. Is that like a was he like were people calling him Thor or is that just like I know it's like, Marvel night, man. It's a Marvel tie-in night. Marvel's got to get out there. They're all across all sports everywhere. They have yeah. Marvel nights everywhere. <laughs> Disney. Just like they Disney have Star Wars nights, yeah. Dominating the world. Dominating. So. Um, but like I said, I want to I end this on something a little fun. So I know Shane is behind the Mac, and he has a something that we usually do on the Suns yeah. called so the Producer Surprise. This one is this is the question that started the our insects-animals debate. Interesting. Okay. This is what started it. If all animals were the exact same size, which animal is winning in a fight? I and, think it, okay, first off. And I'll, Gerald said, well, if scorpions are available, then obviously I'd take them, but that's not an animal. And then I go, then what is it? And he said, I don't know, like a crustacean? So. <laughs> I thought crustacean were water animals. They, they yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, shellfish. A, B, I think it depends on what size they are. Well, no, I guess it wouldn't. We're all Let's be say the they're size. all the size of a horse. All the size of a horse. Okay. Um, well, it's not us. No, oh, not humans us. are are probably done. are done. dead last. Probably, they, I don't think they unless they have unless we have a weapon. It's not even close. Um, so the size of a horse, I feel like it probably would be an insect. I do too, because your first instinct is ant. Because they're so strong, can lift more than their oh, weight. Oh wow! They just they start eating animals. Yeah, left but and but right. but they're so more, they're so strong for their size. And if they were that big, how strong would they be? But then That's what I said, you think of a giant ant versus like a rhino. Would he still be able to take the rhino down? Would he, or was well, he too frail? Well, look, you have think to think of the exoskeleton. Ant? The exoskeleton yeah. at that size would be oh, like money, like thick iron. So we are thinking insects. So yeah, I ants, think insects what, would be the, like a tarantula hawk. What about like a horse-sized like venomous snake? Yeah. Those things are... Wait, do that again? I don't know. I think it'd be good to have, like, arms and legs. I think that would be a key to this yeah. whole I feel like thing. an insect probably... Like, a scorpion is a pretty solid answer, but I feel like it's limited in its, like, attack. I feel like a, a fire ant would be pretty solid because it's got the pincers. Because that's the one thing about, like, your regular running Honey badger. How come honey badger comes up every show? Because honey badgers are bad. They're badass. Honey badger badass. don't give a fuck. Yeah, um, a, a horse-sized honey badger? Those know, things are. You know what's a sleeper answer, speaking of your snake? A caterpillar. Come on. What are they? In? Or no, no, a centipede or a millipede. Oh, that's Sorry, just, not a caterpillar. See, but that might be just gross. No, that's my thing. Away. But That'd those things terrible. are terrifying. There's like massive ones in like remote huh. islands that are huge. And uh, bees those, they're be. venomous. They're they're terrifying. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to say. Because a lot of like when you think of like your regular oh, run black ant, they don't really have like a built-in. Like they're yeah. strong. But they don't have a built-in like the venom. danger to them. Like a scorpion, snake, honey badger. Yeah. But there's also like, how like yeah, the insects would be tough. I don't know if there's anything. So uh, let's to play devil's advocate. Let's say uh, an insect's not an animal. Taking out the insects, where are you going with it? I, I feel like a rhino. You didn't go rhino is great, but they have the flexibility of of a primate. Like, like you know, a gorilla's got that the, the flexibility, movement, and strength. Where a rhino doesn't have that. Like a silver. I don't think he's be, as mobile. Silverback would be tough. Yeah, even that's a also, bear. What even is a bear strong. What's the setting? Because like if we're if we're in like the water, 
and you have like a, a shark, then it's like yeah, that's like Godzilla. We saw that in the movie. Godzilla wins. It just does, even in the water. Yeah. So I'm not worried about that. I don't know. That would be tough. Because, yeah, if you're in the Blue ringed octopus? I don't know what that means. I don't know what a blue ringed octopus Caleb's Caleb's going deep. Um, I don't, yeah. I I think the blue ringed octopus is like a really venomous octopus, maybe. Venom, I think, is a key. I think it's venom. Venom venom would be tough. Having Um, a poison could be a key. But, like, think about, like, a a horse-sized, like, poison dart frog. Like, if, if you got something that can, like, shoot venom... And it's the size oh. of a horse and can hop all over the place. I want reach too. Yeah, yeah. that might be that yeah. might be tough. Yep. Reach is a key too. Interesting. Well, go on. You can follow follow me on Twitter and tag me or tell me what you think is. Charles said bear. I you know, I just want bear for a moment too, because of all those reasons. Speed, flexibility, strength. But if you're going bear, then like I feel like a gorilla smokes a bear. Huh. And also like a flying a flying insect. I'm saying like a tarantula. Well, no, but I, but I I got to the point where I said devil's Just, advocate. Insects aren't animals. Oh, what are we gonna do that? Okay. Yeah, we, well, we the fucking yeah, giant bird. Because we think they'll oh birds, they can fly. What are you gonna do then? Oh, have you ever seen an owl okay, walking the dog? Have you owl ever dive bombed you? No, that's but I can. Shit right that there. sounds terrifying. That's scary shit. Yeah, I didn't even think if you got something that can fly, it's gonna be real tough. To Big beat raven, that. yeah, gray hawk, a, a hawk or a, a, a eagle. I would see, love this to is see the kind of content you eagle. don't get anywhere else. That is true. Nowhere else can you talk about how terrible the yotes are, but how hopeful you can be, and then talk about animals fighting each other. What's the largest animal you can you can beat in a fight with? A, if you had a sword, do you think? <laughs> I, know that's a, a I know that's a Shane question. The Shane question is, what is the biggest animal that you could kill with a okay, sword? Yeah, You're killing sorry. it. I, uh, with me? Like, no, none. Like, uh, me? Okay, you're telling me if you had a sword, you couldn't kill a house cat? Like, you can kill something. Bro, there's a right answer to this, and I'm going to give it to all the viewers. So if I ask this again, please don't expose the the real answer if I ever ask this and you're on a different show. The correct answer is a cow. I don't think there's a there's a bigger animal mass wise that you can kill with a sword. Oh. I've gotten polar bear before, which just blows my mind. People say hippopotamus. I'm oh like, no, a hippo. Uh, hippos smoky. are the only animal that will kill somebody. And so not when eat did Peter call? The only but one of them. What? How long after the show did Peta call? <laughs> no. If, if Peta has Peta, I'm surprised Peta's not on our next already. For sure, I'm sure they're dialed in right now. <laughs> yeah, I know they're there. It they're wouldn't in. surprise me knowing what I know about Peta. What day is this? Ruthless. What day of the week? What? Yeah. Saturday? When do we do this again? Um, we do this on Monday. Why don't we throw up the upcoming schedule? Um, yeah, Monday, that game against Calgary. 917162. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> that's 22 goals this week. Jeez, that's brutal. And it doesn't look like it's going to get any better next next week. Back-to-back Washington. Did anybody see the St. Louis Blues game today in the Minnesota Wild? They put up six today against the Wild. And I think that was after they put up six on the Sabres. Yeah, the St. Louis is in fuego. Washington scoring at a torrid pace. This is a very, very tough week. Yeah. Very tough. Four and six against those teams. And we say Chicago's winnable, but come on, really? Are they? I don't think anything is winnable with this team at this Kane, point. Kane, Taves, Debrinkat, yeah. Strom. Yeah. Um, Monday, I will be hosting again, and then Leah will come back. So Monday will be my last game hosting of the season. Is Craig S. Morgan back? I would think so. There's a birthday. Well, it's I a don't home know game, birthday. so he'll be there. But so he'll be there. He won't be at studio. But oh, Ovi, does he, Ovi hit 50? Wouldn't that be something? Ovi. I, I want Ovi to hit a milestone at ASU so badly. That would be dope. I want Ovi to have another crazy three years from now goal. when he breaks the goal scoring record i pray that it's at asu that seems like something that would happen to the to the coyotes like when you we look back at some of our top moments oh we'll have moment number five yep Monday. that's coming um but five four three and two yeah all coming next week and then 
That's a lot. We're of getting moments. close. Why don't we? While we're on it, why don't we throw out the punch, punch card? card. Um, we're so close. They're so so close. close. Seven games. Wow, that's like you said. I I came in later, but not even I didn't even think we would get here. No, man, that first week was so painful. Yeah, yeah. This is this is fine. This is fine. We get exactly where we're at. The injuries are a problem. We've got it. Let's just get through it. Let's yeah. struggle through it. Let's talk about ping pong balls. Then let's get excited and amped up for a draft where they have eight picks and two rounds and getting really good young talented players. And we have a lot of hopeful things to look forward to for this franchise. We just need to get through the season. Yeah. This is that's this was it, Charles. fun despite the game Sweet not being fun. And merciful. Charles. Do you have anything else? I think we covered it. I think we got it. We nailed it. Yeah. I don't know. There's I, I not a whole lot you can say about a as these kids Nine today say, I think we send it. <laughs> Let's send it. Let's, Let's send, send it, it home. That's oh, uh, an improper use of send it. <laughs> Foul. No, flag, no, PD, you did a great job. Flag on the play. <laughs> no, PD, run that back. Say it again. You know, improper use of send it. I no, said, no, 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 let's send it. That yeah. sounds like you just got you know, like a ref giving it a penalty. Two minutes in the box, improper yeah, use of send it. It is. Um, flag on the play, improper use of send it. <laughs> I'm so, trying here. Lit, fire. What are, what are a couple more? One more. Drip. Can you drip. use it in a sentence? Wet. That one? Yeah. The, that that uh, book's three-pointer that was wet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wet like I'm booked, PD. <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. This is great. Well, if you want more PD using um, uh, the slang 20 of something 20-some-year-old, you can follow him on Twitter at SPetersHockey. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore to pause. Tell me. Um, what animal would win in a fight if they were all the same size? And tell me if insects are animals if you want, um, which they are. Insects are animals, and it's not up for debate. Um, you can follow the show at phnx underscore coyotes, um, and you could follow whole the whole shindig. You can follow the the big picture at phnx underscore sports. I think that's it, Petey. That's it. We'll do it again. We'll do it again on Monday. Hopefully, hopefully we. You never know. At least, hopefully, it's just less than nine goals. Yeah, let's do that. Let's start with that. We'll see. Um, but that's all we got for tonight. Like I said, follow us all on Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter. Leave us a five-star review. Make sure you like the video. All that good stuff. But for now, peace. <laughs>